Camp starts tomorrow, the Veterans Report, and then they got public workouts beginning on Wednesday. Wednesday at noon is the first one. We're going to hear from players tomorrow. We're going to hear from Chris Ballard. And then on Wednesday, the work starts. And you can get out to Grand Park and you can witness all the work for yourself. All the stuff, it's nothing's hidden from you. It's all public. And all you have to do is go to Colts.com and download tickets. That's all you have to do. It doesn't cost, cost you anything. You just show up. You watch. It's wonderful, but you got to have a ticket. What are the things that we're going to want to see at camp as the Colts prepare for this 2022 season where it appears that they got a chance to do some damage and maybe win the AFC South? We see on national media there's some people, including uh, Lewis Riddick, who really, really like the Colts in 2022 for a number of reasons, but these things have to happen. We'll talk about them in a second. Things have to happen for the Colts to be able to compete in the AFC South, win the conference, uh, the division, and then maybe find a way to win some playoff games. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling, brought to you by the great people. Great people. You know what, Johnson's Plumbing, they're wonderful. If there was a plumbing problem at Henkel Fieldhouse, you know who they call? I don't know who they call, but they should call... Jared Johnson, and all you have to do to get Jared to come over and fix all your plumbing up really, really nicely, it's 765-610-8809. That's the number. All right, smash that subscribe button. Hit the like button. We're looking for 204 likes this afternoon. And you know what? If you want to donate, donate. We love the donations. I got to tell you the truth. They make my heart and my wallet sing like birds. That's how I sing when I get a donation. At any rate, the first practice for the Colts is Wednesday. What do we want to see out of the Colts? There's some things we're going to look for. Number one, there's going to be no Darius Leonard for a while. There's going to be uh, no Rodney McLeod. There's going to be no Mike Strawn, and there's going to be no Taekwon Lewis. Those guys are on the pup list. The pup list works like this. They can come off at any time during camp. So it doesn't restrict them for four weeks. It's not like the injured list or the IR. It's not you got to wait six weeks. You got to wait eight, wait eight weeks. Nothing like that. They can come off any time. It doesn't mean that they've got to sit during any portion of the regular season. It doesn't mean that Darius Leonard has had a complication with the back surgery from which he's recovering or the ankle injuries from which he is also recovering. Doesn't mean any of that. It just means that those guys aren't going to work early. So what's the point? in having them on the active roster. So they have been pumped, and there they will stay until they're ready to go. It's that easy. Kenny Moore is going to report tomorrow. There is no way that Kenny Moore was ever going to not report to training camp because if you are post your rookie con contract, and Kenny Moore is post his rookie contract, it costs you 50 grand a day to sit out during training camp. That means that the Indianapolis Colts are going to be able to wait out Kenny Moore. Here's the deal with Kenny Moore. Kenny Moore wants to renegotiate his deal. He, he wants a different deal and he wants an extension. His contract will end not after this season, but after the following season. And Kenny's getting a little bit older, older than he would like. And he'd like to like speed up the clock toward making Pro Bowl bucks for a nickel corner. He was, when he signed his contract, he was made the highest paid nickel corner in the NFL. That is no longer the case. He would like to have his deal renegotiated. That is not going to happen because it would put him ahead of the schedule or off schedule 
ahead of Jonathan Taylor and Michael Pittman Jr. And at that point, Jonathan Taylor and Michael Pittman Jr., who are on their rookie contracts, would say, geez, wait a second. We're really important players, too. Why aren't we getting our deals renegotiated? Chris Ballard is not going to open up that can of worms. He's not. So he, if he hadn't already, he's going to have a tough conversation with Kenny Moore and say, Kenny, look, we don't do it two years in advance of expiration. We do it one year in advance of expiration. We're, gonna, we're doing Quentin Nelson right now. We did Darius last year. You're going to be next year along with Jonathan Taylor and Michael Pittman Jr. That's the schedule for us to renegotiate if we choose to extend your contract. That's how that's going to work. But there's no way that Kenny's going to spend 50K a day to make a point that is going to fall on deaf ears. That is not sound business logic. And Kenny Moore is a smart guy, uh, a bit of an altruistic guy, a really good citizen and a terrific nickel coin. Um, we want to see how Paris Campbell looks. Can Paris Campbell be healthy long enough to develop some chemistry with Matt Ryan and, and kind of reach his potential as an offensive weapon, a deep threat, a guy who can stretch a defense? Is that going to be able to happen? And is that going to be able to happen with Alec Pierce? Those guys have got to stay on the field. Because it, here's what happened last year. We all remember Carson Wentz a day and a half into training camp. Hey, I got a foot problem. They go in, they look, and it's a displaced bone that had probably been injured when Carson Wentz was in high school. But it became problematic. So he missed virtually the rest of training camp. And, and not, it was not long before the opener that he was good to go again. The opportunity to create chemistry with receivers was lost. That cannot happen this year with Matt Ryan. Again, another new starting quarterback and a set of receivers, one of which, and Alec Pierce, has never played in the NFL. Another has never been healthy for a long stretch of time. Has played 15 games total in his three years with the Indianapolis Colts after being a second-round pick out of Ohio State. Yikes, you got to find a way to get chemistry flowing between the quarterback and the receiver, and that's how it's got to work. So we'll see what that looks like. Matt Ryan figuring out where to put the ball for Paris Campbell. Michael Pittman Jr. too, but Michael Pittman Jr. has proven himself to be a really capable NFL receiver. Mike, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan doesn't throw at hands. Matt Ryan throws at fingers. That's what he does. He, he aims small, misses small, that's Matt Ryan, and that's why he's going to be, he's really, really smart. He is really, really precise. He is not terribly agile, but the uh, the precision and, and the intellect, those are going to carry him a long way in 2022 for the Colts. All right, what else are we going to look for? The left tackle battle is going to be really, really interesting. So Bernard Ryman might be a guy who starts at left tackle. That will happen, but he's got to show himself capable of playing that position. They've got Matt Pryor as a guy who could play that position, and they've gone out and they've gotten some other guys. Uh, they've gone out and gotten Dennis Kelly, Jason Spriggs, the IU grad. He's on the roster. They're going to take a look at all of these guys and figure out the best answer for the question of who is going to protect Matt Ryan's backside because when Matt Ryan is knocked to the ground, he is not an effective quarterback. That goes it, it, it's same for a lot of guys. But there are guys who can withstand pressure in, in sacks and still operate, function at a high level. Matt Ryan 
has been sacked five times. Well, he's been sacked 40 or more times in five seasons. The Falcons did not make the playoffs in any of them. They failed to make the playoffs in six of Matt Ryan's 14 seasons. In five of those, he was sacked 40 or more times. In every season that the Falcons made the playoffs, he was not sacked 40 times. Now, that is a good thing for the, the Colts because the Colts, since 2018, have cut down sacks for their quarterbacks by about half. And in last year, I think Matt Ryan had 40. If this year he has 20, that's a really good thing for the Colts. Now, he also had 20 touchdown passes and 12 interceptions. If they can get that to where Wentz was last year, let's go beyond it a little bit. Let's say 30 instead of Wentz's 27 and seven picks, just like Wentz's seven picks. 20 sacks, 27 touchdowns, seven interceptions. You're going to the playoffs. You're going to win the AFC South, and you've got a chance to go deep into the playoffs. If you can be that efficient with Matt Ryan and Jonathan Taylor running the ball for, let's say, 1,400 yards and maybe 12 touchdowns, 12 to 14 touchdowns, you got a chance to be really good and win a bunch of games. I also want to see this. I want to see if the corners can win against the wide receivers. Given the dearth of wide receivers, especially with Mike Strawn on the shelf, on the pup list, do you have corners in Isaiah Rogers, Stephon Gilmore, and Kenny Moore, who can and Brandon Faison also, who can keep the wide receivers in front of them? Julian Blackman on the back end. Can these guys win the battle with those wide receivers? That's going to be interesting. As always, thanks for the updates. And he, yes, we will have great questions, Spirit Walk. We will have a call-in Wednesday immediately after practice out at Grand Park. So get on board, download the call-in app. Uh, thanks for throwing the softball. I appreciate that. Uh, we're going to start call-ins again, and Wednesday will be the first one. We won't do it after Ballard Talks at 11 tomorrow. going to be busy, and, and we do them on a weekly basis. So Wednesday after the first workout, we are looking forward to talking to you on the call-in app. It's like a radio talk show. It's fun. Um, I want to see Rodrigo Blankenship. What is his range? Is he going to make all his practice rep field goals? I want to see that because it's a look in the divisional round of the AFC playoffs last year, three games were decided by a field goal and one went to overtime. So it's three three point games, one that was tied at the end of regulation. You have got to be able to make field goals. If you don't make field goals, you've got a tough time winning games in the playoffs because games are really, really close in the playoffs. That's the way it goes. Um, you know what? And how important are quarterbacks? During wildcard weekend last year in the AFC, the top five quarterback performances led their teams to wins in the wildcard weekend. So there you go. Were there five games in wildcard weekend? There were three, right? But it, all five, whether it was AFC or NFC, that's right. There were six total, AFC and NFC. The top five, win, 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 win. That tells you something. Uh, the NFL, I hate the alternate helmets. I saw the alternate helmet for the Bears. It's orange with a black C. What the hell are people doing? It looks like the Bears are wearing pumpkins on their heads. It's a terrible look. It's awful. Please, don't go away from the iconic 
The Yankees are so smart. They don't mess around with this nonsense. They don't mess around with all these alternate jerseys. And, and the NFL shouldn't either. And with the Bears, my God, those are so iconic. It's one, of the, it's one of the original NFL franchises, and they keep messing around with it and making themselves look like they're going out for Halloween rather than playing football, and I hate that. All right, we're here at Hinkle Fieldhouse. Had a chance, and we'll post this later today. Had a chance to talk to Thad Mata. Had a chance to talk to Eric Hunter Jr., a couple other guys, a couple other transfers who, who've come into the Butler program. Butler, a week from today, is going to travel to Italy, spend four days in Rome. Then they go to Sorrento, they spend two days, and then they're off to Athens for four more days. They got two games in Rome, two games in Athens. Sorrento, they're just kicking back and enjoying themselves. Really, really important. In this really kind of a transformative season with Thad Mata and his staff getting reacquainted with Butler University and Hinkle Field House and each other, and then the Butler Bulldogs, a lot of transfers coming in, a couple of freshmen coming in, not so many guys. Chuck Harris is back. John Michael Malloy is back. Not so many guys coming back. So this is kind of a new stew up on uh, 49th Street here on the north side of Indianapolis. And we're going to see what they're able to do as a basketball team in the Big East. I got a good feeling about Thad Mott and this team. Thad Mott is the perfect guy to have success in his first year because what he does is foster an environment of collectivity. That's what he did when he was here. It's what he did when he was at Xavier. It's what he did when he was at Ohio State. He has brought together guys of a similar mindset. We talked to Thad Mott about that and how important it is for the Butler Bulldogs to do exactly that and be of the same mind and come to that Butler way culture very, very quickly, going out and playing these four games in Europe while traveling together being around each other, getting acquainted, uh, learning what makes the other guys tick. That is absolutely crucial for this team entering the first year of Thad Mata coming back to his alma mater right here at Hinkle Fieldhouse. I think it's going to be an exciting year. I love the Big East. Big East basketball is just the coolest, and I'm so happy that Butler's in it. So we got Big East basketball. They, you know what? Jay Wright, gone from Villanova, so you don't have to worry about that anymore. I think this is going to be a hell of a year for the Butler Bulldogs. They're practicing right now. Awesome. Can't wait to go watch. We'll talk to you uh, a little bit later today. We'll have the Butler stuff up. And then tomorrow, of course, breakfast with Kent at about 8 o'clock. And then Wednesday afternoon, call in.